Hi, I'm Madonna. I'm your worst nightmare. To rule the world. Why don't you show them what you do, honey? You've never had more fun with anyone else. People, people, we gotta move on to the next song. Right? Somewhere I'm sweet between. and I'm a bitch, you know what I mean? And that's always been the way it is. I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm waiting. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Hey, guys, it's Tony. And if you didn't vote this past week, you're going to get spanked. And that's that's a promise. That is correct. Yes. So hopefully everybody voted. Hopefully we're all happy with the outcome. Come and that's the name of that tune for the MLVC podcast mm-hmm. today. Um on the show today, we have Thomas Knight, otherwise known as Tom Tom Fashions. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Tom. Welcome to MLVC. We finally got to reschedule. We had planned Yay. this interview months ago, right? <laughs> Um, interview seven months in the making. You two are angels. Thank you for <laughs> putting up with me. I'm glad to finally be here. <laughs> hey, we aim to please. So um, yeah, just we had tried to interview Tom at the start of the pandemic, and due to a couple technical glitches, we weren't able to do that. And optimistically, we said, "Oh, we'll just meet up again when we can do it in person." And that was in March, and now it's almost. Well, it's November, and uh, uh, but we we have achieved technical prowess, and here we are. Here we are. So, Tom, how have you been since we last spoke? Um, hopefully, things have been on the up and up with you. Yeah, I've just been trying to stay busy and making as many things as possible. Just trying to be creative to pass the time, and just trying to be optimistic that this will be over at some point, and we'll be ready to take over the world and do fun things again. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of doing fun things again, did you get a chance to see the Studio 54 exhibit at uh, the Brooklyn Museum? I haven't. I've seen some pictures online and there's some photos from Dustin Pop, who's a great photographer. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I've seen the behind the music of 54 and the movie and all that craziness. And I would love to go, but I haven't. Have you? No. Yeah, actually, I was there this week as well as Stefan. We were like two ships in the night. <laughs> yeah, like on the same day. I can't believe that. It was like I did the morning. I did the morning shift, and Tony did the afternoon shift. Yeah, but Tom uh, or anyone that's listening, uh, it runs through November eighth. And uh, you know, do yourself a favor and go see it if you can, because it's it's got something yeah. for everyone, right, Stefan? Put on some bell bottoms. Get a little, <laughs> you know, like do a little something in the bathroom, and then enjoy. Uh, I mean, actually, the one thing I was disappointed about, I told you this, Tony, the one thing I was disappointed about was in the gift shop, there were no Studio 54 t-shirts. I'm like, can we please just have a basic black t-shirt with the Studio 54 logo? Like, I would have bought one and they didn't have them. I know. They, they should have they gotten TomTom Fashions to commission some Whoa. shirts because the ones that I saw, they only had like some really bad uh, cotton Oof. and um, boat neck. <laughs> You know, guys can't wear boat. Oh, my and, neck is scratching um, just thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, like I told Stefan, I was looking for a black T-shirt with gold foil Studio Fifty Four right. logo in front. No, they had set, instead you know? they had an eight hundred dollar, um, <laughs> what is it, sleeping bag jacket, and I'm like, 
No one's bu- coming to the Brooklyn Museum to buy a sleeping bag jacket. No, you'd have to buy the Blonde Ambition tour jacket for that. Hello. Exactly. But I ended up buying the uh, the Rizzoli book that was published for the exhibit. And, you know, that that's that's my memento. But yeah, check it out. It's really great. Um, I didn't see Madonna anywhere on the walls. I think um, she I think that was I think 54 was before Madonna got to New York. Uh, right. No, it, it was it was while she was there, but they closed it in 81 when um, Steve Rubell went, when to they went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they opened it up again. And that's when Madonna was there with Andy Warhol and Basquiat uh, and, that, and Keith Haring and that whole crew. So she came in like 54 parts. I think, right? uh, I I think that she had her after party for the Virgin tour there. Was that or that yeah, might have been Palladium? Sense. I might be getting that. I think yeah, Palladium. Yeah, yeah. yeah Palladium. Same owners though. I didn't know that. I, I was so excited to learn that. I and I I was in like a Studio Fifty Four like Vortex after the. I went home and I like watched the documentary on Netflix and then I like Google played the uh, like unedited director's cut of the 54 movie with Ryan Phillippe and Nev Campbell. And it was just like, <laughs> and then I was listening to disco music at the gym and it was just like, a cont- I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't get enough. I was such a seventies freak and I loved being able to like revisit that era. Yeah. And you know, what's really great um, about this exhibit. Uh, I went with a couple of work colleagues and when we walked out about an hour and a half later, I was like, you know what? We hadn't thought about anything except disco That's and awesome glitter for the last hour and a half and i honestly have not had an experience like that since we went into lockdown so thank you brooklyn museum for taking yes. me out of my head <laughs> yeah i did i did write brooklyn museum a, a, an email a strongly worded email saying <laughs> not in, in in nicer terms than i'm gonna say it right now but get your shit together and get better mm-hmm. merchandise like seriously, <laughs> I'm, 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 this is the last I'm going to say of it. But it's like just a black T-shirt with a Studio 54 logo. Like, is it that hard, Brooklyn yeah. Museum? They'd sell a million of them. You know, <sighs> I know. I don't you know, get it. it. We, as as fans, we've all had issues with uh, merch throughout uh, our, our fandom. So I, I can yeah. relate to that. Yeah, I know. So um, I'm going to introduce Thomas to yes, all those that are not yet familiar. Thomas Knight is the designer of new New York City-based label, TomTom Fashions. Thomas has produced clothing worn by some of the biggest stars in the world, most notably Madonna, who wore Mm -hmm. your custom Vogue graffiti t-shirt in the Bitch on Madonna video, iconic, as well as Britney's, can I say iconic one more time? Sure. Um, Sure. Her look in the Hold It Against Me video, are you serious? Um, You also did the uh, now legendary Lady Gaga Born This Way jean jacket, I've seen people copy oh, that yeah. on the street. Yours is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry wore a bra you designed. Cardi B wore one of your jackets. Beyonce wore you. Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Debbie Harry, Fergie, Heidi Klum, Stefan, <laughs> I mean, other notable people who have, worn, who have worn you are <laughs> Jinx Monsoon, Sharon Needles, Amanda Lepore. I mean, that's quite a list, and I'm sure it's growing Indeed. as we speak, right? Oh, yes. That's quite the introduction. I got a little dizzy. <laughs> Thank you. So before before we get to some questions um for for Tom, dear Tom, I thought we'd do a little this week in Jaconi. Um obviously since our last our little chat, um 
Pink-haired Madonna has struck again. Um, it is a, another fantastic photo shoot. It's Madonna, pink hair, and a tray of In-N-Out burgers, which we all know she didn't eat. Yeah, um, she, she took her boyfriend to a chain-link fence and uh, took <laughs> some photos. Yes, Ricardo Gomez, he is on fire with his photo shoots of her. Uh, she's, he really is very talented. She's wearing a beautiful dress by Chapova Loina, and in some pics, she's got this lame bucket hat by Baja East, and it looks like, I'm assuming, Assuming they, it looks like they were doing a bit of a video shoot for her current boyfriend, Ala Malik. Is that oh, what we think you? it is? I, well, they had a little fancy video camera and they were at the skate park. So unless they were just doing skate videos for Instagram, I assumed it was maybe a video shoot. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, if I were a pop diva, I would just do impromptu photo shoots, whether or not I had a project attached to it. So it you know, it could be anything. What do you think of her pink hair, Tom? I love it. I think it's so refreshing and I love the cut too. It just, mm-hmm. she looks really beautiful in all of those pictures. And I think she's coming out of like a porta potty too that's all graffiti. <laughs> Some graffiti porta potty. Yeah. I know it's the fanciest porta potty I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, she, but she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. What, what fashion would you pair with that pink hair, do you think? Uh, she's been wearing a lot. She's been wearing a lot of yeah. black. But would you put her with? Well, I love the black against the graffiti, and anytime she wears the all black, it reminds me of the Balenciaga '98 Golden Globes look. Just that, mm-hmm. like simple. I don't know. The focus is kind of on her face and hair, and she just looks stunning. I would. I, I wouldn't yeah, change I a thing. Pink- yeah, the pink hair is great. I think it goes well with like a monochromatic look. I'd like to see her in all white with mm-hmm. that pink. Ooh, yeah, like a white pantsuit. Sort of like yeah. in the Britney Spears, uh, what was that video that she did with Me Britney Spears? Me Against the Music. Me Against the Music. Thank you. Oh, that was in stereo. That was so fun. I love that. Do it again. Uh, yeah, that like, if it was like an all white pantsuit look like that with that pink hair, that would look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Without Mrs. Ritchie on second, the back. Thank you. Oh, correct. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're done with that. Ms. Tony. That's all we need. Um, so so uh, the other little highlight news tidbit is I saw a tweet from a listener who mentioned that MTV is putting something special together for us, but that's all they could say. And okay, we, I don't understand we, what any of that means. No more soon. So what do we think that means? Do we... That, apparently something's coming down the pipeline from MTV. I mean, is it the making of the Medellin? I didn't think they did stuff for her anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows anything. I would love to see MTV pay attention to her again. I mean, be nice. It would be nice. Yes, Uh, they just, I, you know, MTV puts something music related maybe once every four months out. So they just (laughs) they just put out the uh, backyard concert with Miley Cyrus. So that's encouraging, you know. That was great. Love mm-hmm. Miley. So mm-hmm. let's have more of that MTV. Yeah, you know, sure. let's, uh, let's. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward let's to that. Respect our legacy, why don't we? <laughs> she should do a backyard session. I don't know if they could get her to do that, but well, I would love it. Well, first she needs a backyard. Right, right. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> <laughs> she's got one. That's where she's where she, wherever she's parked that car for that photo shoot. She's got plenty. Of, I think she's got the horse stable yeah. somewhere. The, the, the twins are the twins have plenty of bicycle space. <laughs> They've got it, you know. Maybe she'd do a back porch, back porch talk, yeah, yeah. concert or something at the in and out. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, and in and out parking lot. That would be brilliant. I would love that. You just see everybody in the audience eating fries. And the well, the one bubble. thing about Madonna posting a photo with a box of burgers is so annoying to me, at least. I don't know about you guys. You put, everyone was like just memeing it up. And I'm like, if I have to see Madonna with one more burger. <laughs> I went and got a burger because I, like, it was in my head. Like I couldn't stop thinking about burgers. And I was like, I have to go get a burger right now because of Madonna. And I was, I trust me, well, I enjoyed that burger, but I was like cursing Madonna. Cause I'm well, like, I was cursing it, her because I'm like, Oh, thanks. I'd love a double double, but we live on the East coast. So. Right. I did love the, somebody, I don't know if you saw the, I think I sent it to you, Tony, and you reluctantly rolled your eyes. Even though I thought it was quite cute. The, um, somebody did a, a play on Candy Shop and called it yeah, Burger Shop. I, and the, the lyrics I thought were I was embarrassed. That's cute. I was, I was like, embarrassed yeah. reading them to myself. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I loved it. I was like, this is hysterical. I love when people twist I know, down a lyric. Anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, an- another week went so, by and I'm still waiting for news or an announcement about the Madame X tour film. But, you know, I will, I will extend my faith and hope, you know? She's going to drop it one day. We'll all be surprised. It'll be like, Padow! there's the DVD. It'll be amazing. And we'll all be hopefully like... For, hopefully for Christmas. That'll be yeah. a nice little treat. And then as, a little Christmas, a Christmas miracle. And then as it usually happens yeah. with something that I eagerly anticipate is that it'll arrive and then it'll take me a week to get to it. I was going to say, <laughs> it'll just sit there on your countertop and you'll be like, oh, I need to watch that. But I really want to get through that l- long spread of reader's digests i haven't read yet (laughs) how did you know that my childhood was formed and shaped by reader's digest arriving in the mail every week okay let's uh let's just jump right in uh tom welcome how did you get your start in fashion (laughs) um well i went to fashion industries high school which is here in chelsea in new york and then i had a brief little stint very brief at fit Mm -hmm. Um, and at the same time, my grandma got cancer and I kind of just got depressed, started staying home, hanging out with her. And while I was at home, started just making a couple of pieces. One of my friends um, wore them for a DJ gig and a buyer from Patricia Field saw him mm. and was like, where'd you get that? Blah, blah, blah. And that shirt also had the um, same image from the Bitch I'm Madonna shirt. Oh, okay. I printed that years ago. Been using it ever since. Um, so I put a couple of pieces in there and um, Little Kim ended up being the first person to buy something. This was in like 2004. Um, and then a lot of the hip hop and R&B girls like Remy Ma, 3LW, and Amory, she had a song called One Thing. Oh, I remember her. She, She's amazing. She, mm-hmm. The half Korean, half black girl, yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. And that was a big hit. She did a remix video with Eve and she wore a mini skirt for that. That was the first music Mm. video I was in. Um, And then it was kind of just, you know, here and there um, things, selling stuff for Patricia Field, Trash and Vaudeville. Um, I missed the Patricia Field store. You you were selling in the store that was on East 8th Street, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I that was the store that I started frequenting first, and then I started selling at Hotel Venus, which was on West Broadway. Right mm-hmm. before she moved to Bowery, Bowery it was yeah. like a down. Yeah, um, and then I continued to sell stuff at Bowery, and in 2010 was when things really kicked up through there with 
it was like back to back Nicki Minaj, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, everything kind of in the same year. Oh, wow. Okay. Before, and, uh, before we get to that, um, yeah. tell me, you know, so you told us how you got your start, but tell me what were your influences, like as you grew up, like visual influences, musical influences that you see yourself implementing into your art? I mean, I know that you've got some muses like Betty Boop, obviously Madonna, yeah. you know, uh, tell us some more about uh, your muses and your points of reference. Um, well, I was born in the summer of 85, and that's when Madonna was kind of just, I mean, blowing up already mm -hmm. two years deep. And um, she was just a constant part of my childhood. And when I was about five, six, I saw um, Truth or Dare, uh, Blonde Ambition, and the MTV Vogue Awards performance. And that trifecta, seeing her and the power that her clothing had and the attention to the detail and what that added to her performance, how important it was and how much the fans obsessed over it. Even at that tiny little age, mm. I got it. And I really wanted to be a part of that. And she's, I mean, I have a million pop culture references and things that inspire me. I mean, all the girls, Janet, mm. Whitney, I mean, all those legends that we grew up with and how they would present themselves. They, um, Patricia Field, um, and even Miss Piggy. Like, I just mm -hmm. loved outrageous drag. And she was she was the top, still is, always. Still is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, wait, um, how do you choose which pop culture icons that you want to use in the work? Because I, like Tony said, there's tons of different references from all over the place. Do you just sort of like, it's not like you see a picture of Alf and you're like, you know what? I think Alf <laughs> would look really great on a t-shirt. You know, right. like what's, what's your creative process when you're coming to stuff? Are people coming to you and saying, I'd love Betty Boop on a t-shirt or is it more of like, I saw that Betty Boop t-shirt you did. I want that. Most of the time, people will see something that I did and they'll ask me to uh, reproduce it or make some kind of version of it. I just go with the things that I really love and inspire me and bring me joy. And a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times that's been Madonna. Usually it's just strong women um, most of the time. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have this long list in my notebook that I keep going back and adding to and scratching off and it never ends. I'm always kind of concocting something else <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I hope right. that answers your question. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we know you became a Madonna fan straight away. Um, yeah. How did you come to design for Madonna for the Bitch on Madonna video? Um, so let me make that cute and sweet. Okay. Um, oh, no, please take yeah, as much because time as you need. Take as much here's time. the thing. I mean, I think anyone that designs clothes looks at someone like Madonna and just says, I need to get my clothes on her. So it's easier said than done, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I always, for you, I feel like I manifested it in a weird way because for years I would say, I don't care if I just get a t-shirt on her, if it's just a paparazzi <laughs> shot, as long as I have one photo of her and something that I made, like, I'm good. That's the goal. So basically how that happened was 
while I had some pieces in Patricia Field, I think something might have had an image of her on it. And uh, the amazing Ariane Phillips mm-hmm. was styling the video. And she had a small team. And one of the people on that team was a, um, a lady named Laura Morgan, who at the time I didn't put it together, but she is a legendary model and a muse of Alexander McQueen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to do a lot of like molding for corsets and on her. And she was featured in a lot of his shows. So I didn't put that together till much later, but she was in charge. She saw something of mine at Pat's and a photographer named Chris Fox who worked there, thank goodness, gave her my information and she emailed me. And so I opened up my email and the, the uh, title just says um, Madonna music video. Dead. And <laughs> yeah, as, as a, you, as you, door you woke up a half an hour later mm-hmm. from your from your fainting spell, yep. just immediately like shaking, like what do you want from <laughs> me? Um, and um, so yeah, she said I'm doing, um, which was also cool too because I <clears throat> got to hear details of a Madonna video that was in progress, which you kind of don't really get to hear about she was like we're shooting at the standard jonas ackerland and that's another thing i'm obsessed with jonas and b i think they are like amazing the american life video is my favorite of all time um but so they were going to be doing that and she said it's for bitch i'm madonna and of course i had been listening to rebel heart and i was like oh the fans are gonna have opinions about this (laughs) um but that's great because I love, you know, love it or hate it. That's, that's my favorite thing about her. One of my favorite things. But um, so she sent me all the details and because, she, and she said she liked what I had done, if I could send some pictures over of what I had. And because it was for Bitch I'm Madonna too, I said nothing would be better than her wearing yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. Like that is just, it's never really happened. And it was always my thing. So I said, it has to happen. So I sent her all of these images, basically anything I've ever made with Madonna's face on it. I sent her an image of of everything. And I guess, I don't know if her and Ariane or Madonna looked over it with them at that point. But one of the images she sent back that she was really interested in was that, excuse me, that Vogue graffiti face. And I thought, perfect. So she ended up bringing me a couple of t-shirts and surgical face masks that they also wanted me to customize. So um, ahead of the time. And that Yes, Madonna just <laughs> she, she saw the future. Always. We, always a We step get it, ahead. Madonna, you're a surgeon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that was what they wanted. And of course, because I'm a nut job, um, I also just once I knew what they liked, I also made a corset and five different vest options and um, sunglasses and visors that said queen and everything had her face on it. And um, yeah, and so basically the t-shirts didn't end up getting done. Like everything else got done and I dropped everything off to her and I said, you know, I didn't really have time to do the t-shirts, but I made all this other crazy stuff because I know you guys are doing her and the dancers. Um, so I hope this works. And she messaged me back saying, I really want those t-shirts <laughs> also. And she said, um, "Can you? when can you get them to me? I said, like, you know, I can get everything to you tomorrow morning. And she said, okay, tell me exactly what time so I can tell M." What? 
She's waiting, just and, sitting there waiting. Where are these t-shirts? Give oh, me these t-shirts. Yeah, I, and I'm like, she's she's probably there furious. Like, where the fuck <laughs> are my goddamn Vogue t-shirts? We're not doing this video till I have them. She's going to treat you like John Draper, uh, you know? <laughs> that's right. Somebody better fix this sound or I'm not doing a show. Yeah. She, um, so I was like, wow, she's relaying a message to Madonna. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So I, I stenciled all of those t-shirts very quickly on my bedroom floor and dropped those off the next day. And I didn't hear anything until I got another email. I guess Madonna had posted and deleted something on Instagram where she was in a fitting for it. And she had the shirt on, a necklace that said queen, and she was kind of looking down so you couldn't really see her face. Um, and the caption was like, hold up, I bitch, I'm Madonna, whatever. <laughs> um, but she deleted it and I, it wasn't like the greatest picture, but I was like, oh my God, she, yeah, she put it on. Um, and then I guess they were editing the video, all of the guest appearances that had to be done for that. Um, I did not go to the video shoot. I've, um, I was going to ask if you got, if you were one of the people in the crowd, I, I actually watched the video looking in the crowd to see if I could see you. No, I would have never recovered from that. <laughs> and, and, you know, we need you to make clothing. So, you know, you dying on the set exactly. of Bitch on Madonna at the standard would not have been a good look. Um, Be kind of iconic. <laughs> I, guess. I have a technical question. So are you sent... <clears throat> measurements from Ariane Phillips or do you have to keep things loose so they can fit it on her when they, when it arrives to her? How does that work? They, yes, they did send me measurements. Um, but because it was mostly shirts and masks, um, I just kind of had them, but it helped because I wanted to do the corset and the other stuff. Excuse me. Um, so the next thing was um, Ariane contacted me um, or she tagged me in an Instagram post, I think like the night before the video premiered. Um, so I knew that it was in the actual video and she had taken that picture in the standard that ended up getting used for the single yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could kind of see it again. Um, so it wasn't until the actual video premiered mm. and I was sitting there watching the whole thing. And of course it doesn't show up till the last 30 seconds. So I'm having a heart <laughs> attack for like three and a half minutes. Um, and then she's flailing around and I'm like, okay, how do I get a good screenshot of this? And then she finally lands on the floor and she's like this beautiful picture mm-hmm. of her clear face and the shirt. And it was just, that image got used for a New York Times yeah. article not too soon after that. And then, um, yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, it was, I remember. So, so we now, well, I'm going to steal the spotlight just no, for a No, you're one not, second. because I have one more question. Before you okay, fine. Uh, and, then, and then I will steal the spotlight um, just for a second. <laughs> so they did, she did a, a live performance of Bitch on Madonna at the Jimmy Fallon show. Did she wear some of the same clothes during that performance as well? No, that was all Moschino, oh, I believe. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so w- were your looks in the rest of the video? Like, were some of the background people yeah. wearing some of the stuff that you made? Yeah, um, when they first enter the the ballroom and she has the hat on that says threat. Yep. There's a dancer 
to, he's a male dancer. He's on Instagram. He's gorgeous. I forget what his name is. I think it's like Aloha something. And he's wearing um, one of the vests that I made that has different images of her all over it. And it's studded and hand-painted. Yeah, that's on my Instagram. You can also Mm -hmm. see it when she enters the room in that scene. But um, she ended up, they kept that vest, the blue T-shirt, and she also kept a pink version Mm. of the same T-shirt. So the three of those are in the ball. Well, speaking of the blue T-shirt, I mean... If you don't know this, then you need to start listening to our podcast. Um, you know, <laughs> Stefan wore that iconic blue T-shirt when he danced on stage with Madonna during the Rebel Heart mm-hmm. Show in Philadelphia. Uh, so you guys tell me how that came together, because it had to have been a collaboration, much like, you know, your collaboration with Madonna. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to first I'm going to a public huge public thank you to Tom. Thank you so much for helping facilitate the t-shirt because when so my friend and i we had we were going to the new york show and we wanted to put together a look because we got seats right next to the runway and we were like we have to dress up because everyone usually dresses up for a madonna show and i was like i don't want to just wear a regular madonna t-shirt i'm like what can we wear and i was like we need to do something like her bitch on madonna look like that was such a fresh fun funky look and i was like let's get some like crazy hats that's a boy toy made up and like we went to some like chinese manufacturer who like it was like a leopard print bill and the glass cut, you know, mirrored letters. But I was like, we, it, the look will not work if we don't get the t-shirt. And like, <laughs> if we do not have that t-shirt, the whole look falls apart. Who cares what hat we're wearing? We need the t-shirt. And I was like Googling who, and I found you. And then I think I had like sent you an email or I messaged you on Instagram. It's so long ago now. I don't really quite remember how I first mm-hmm. reached out to you, but I was like, I need a plan B in case this guy is like, no, I'm not giving you, a, I'm not making you a t-shirt like I made from Madonna. So I like found some like bootlegged version off of eBay, which they overpaid me. And then they were not wonderful quality. But I was like, at the same time, you finally got in contact with me. And I, you were so gracious to, and you, you, the t-shirt, you hand stenciled yourself, right? Like, that was like oh, yeah. you can produce them. What you, what is your process for doing that? Like you 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 don't draw them. No, yeah, that was a stencil that I um printed and cut out in high school and I've just been using it for years. And, and what is it like hand paint? Like what what kind of paint is it? Yeah, uh, it's just um like screen printing ink. Uh-huh. I just lay it I lay it down and then I just really go over it with my fingers. Sort of like DIY. when you're in grade school and you use a potato on fabric mm-hmm. to, exactly. like, to paint. Okay. But that Pee Wee episode uh-huh. really had an effect uh-huh. on me with Annette Funicello. Yeah, but guess yeah. what? I mean, that shirt, I mean, I've only seen it in photos, but that shirt looked great projected on those huge screens you know i mean it just yeah it was it was such a win my friend and i we looked fantastic together i i then was lucky enough to obviously as you know be dragged up on stage the following week in philadelphia oh really did that happen um, yes surprise <laughs> um funnily enough my friend sean was also in the audience Hi, sean. that night and so many people thought Sean was me after the show because he, he was wearing the t-shirt as well. Um, but then, yeah. So, uh, so thank you for that. I, and I, I can, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm so glad I have you on the podcast now because I had a question about the t-shirt. 
I have not washed it since I wore it on stage with her. <laughs> and I was just wondering, Aww. is it safe to wash? Because I I have been mm-hmm. afraid that the Madonnas will wash off. Wait, did, she, the touch, color of the... did she touch you anywhere? Uh, yeah, she's molesting well, then, the whole Well, t-shirt. I mean, obviously, but yeah, don't don't wash it. Don't wash I, it. I know. I, no, don't don't wash it. We'll just get you yeah. an, another no, one. No, no, that, no, no, no. I mean that one that one you put in yeah. a frame and you leave a little <laughs> You know, so you can touch it when you want. Yeah, it's. I've always just been like, I, it doesn't smell. I think it just smells like, like me. At this you know what I would that. do? I would, I would upholster an ottoman with that. You know. <laughs> um, Thomas so, is like, ooh, so then, I got an idea. <laughs> so then, when the Rebel Heart tour was coming along, I did notice that your T-shirt was at the merchandise counters. How did that happen? That you were, was a you were crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, that was a crazy thing because as soon as I saw her in it, I messaged Ariane and I was like, "Who on her team can I get in touch with? Because I know that the fans are going to yeah. want this. They're already bootlegging it online, and like it would just be awesome merch." And at first, they said no. Mm. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, is it okay if I, you know, sell them myself and she doesn't sue me and all that? (laughs) And they were like, yeah, go ahead. You know, that's fine. And then, so I started selling them. And then at some point during the tour, they were like, we do. Oh, and you're like, oh, really? (laughs) Mm, I'm like, okay, (laughs) right. Um, But so that's why it was only available at certain Mm -hmm. dates and for like certain time period. But um, I love that you wore that and had that experience. And I love that she mm-hmm. did that at that show. A couple of people I know actually got to be that, her little dancing. Her little unapologetic bitch. Yep. Yes, that's what it's called. Thank you. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that was, it's so cool to see those pictures of you and you look like you're having uh, a well, I was. Too. I was always very happy to know that. I had a, an original Tom Tom mm. Fashions T-shirt, not <laughs> not the mass-produced knockoff that was in the the merch. Because how would I'm how, glad you have it too. How were they doing that? How, like, what was the the so the process is obviously different than the process that you do. Like the mass-produced ones are like is that yeah. like laser printed, or how are they doing that? That's that's exactly what they were doing. They were all kind of laser printed on like poly like those polyester T-shirts mm-hmm. and. People figured out that it was an image from the Vogue video. Um, that that's where the face is taken from. Yes, it's very um, smart. Do you so, know? So, I wore it yeah. recently during the summer. And do you know what someone had the gall to say to me? Oh dear! No, like, I don't like where this is going. No, no, no. It's nothing bad. I was just like <laughs> sacrilege. He's like, oh, where does one get a Marlena Dietrich T-shirt in 2020? Oh, and I said, no. I don't know because I don't. I've never seen a Atlanta Dietrich T-shirt in 2020, and I walked away. <laughs> oh, that's that's not so. It's a compliment. Bad. It's a compliment um, because yeah. Uh, well, that actually reminds me of when I made something, a corset of with her face on it from the Justify My Love single mm-hmm. cover. Lips. Oh, so the Marshall good. Yeh so picture. good. Yeah, and Nicki Minaj, when she first came out, was doing a video and her stylist pulled it for that. Um, It's called um, Roger That. It's when she was first coming out. And she wore it in that video. You can see it. And But when her stylist returned it to me, she was like, oh, we love that Marilyn corset. (laughs) And I was... And I was like, well, you know, that's uh, Madonna. And she was like, oh, and I don't think that the stylist was exactly that excited about it. 
but I knew that Nikki mm-hmm. would love it, and I knew that Nikki would end up working. Well, you know, as Nikki famously so. said years later, that's Madonna these hoes knows, you know? <laughs> that's right. That's and right. guys, that's the last time I'll be rapping or featuring rap on the show. <laughs> um, so I'm really curious, Thomas, tell us what are some of the more iconic Madonna looks that you have loved over the years? Oh, fun. God, there's so many. Um, I love, love, love the 1995 MTV Awards. Gucci, uh, the Gucci yes, look. The shirt. Is that the yellow the dress? Ha- the yellow dress where she No, was... no, no. That's that's no, the, no, the metallic no. blue shirt. Mm-hmm. No, it's cerulean. And it's she's cerulean. Kind of... There you go. And it's totally like they they totally mopped like a uh in an ad at the time that Amber Valletta or Shalom Harlow was in. They had the exact same look, but her mm-hmm. hair she is had this just long blonde. I want to eat yeah, it. That's great. That Ugh. was and just the makeup. and that was from the first Gucci collection designed by Tom Ford. So that was like the ushering in a new yeah. era. Loved it. And it's really it's such a kind of simple look, but she just looked mm-hmm. so gorgeous. But since you brought up that yellow dress, all of those yeah. looks from the VH1 Fashion oh, Awards. Oh, that's where they were from, from right? Oh, uh, that's um Olivier Tyskins. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually did a cartoon of her as Betty Boop in that look, and he commented on it. He he loved it. So you have to send that cute. to us so we can um, put it on our Instagram. Yeah, I'll send you. Oh dear, I'll send you the biggest file <laughs> of all. Stuff. Um, oh, but that that Vogue, the MTV Awards, nineteen ninety, um, dangerously songs, mm-hmm. incredible. Um, I love all the confessions disco looks. She looks divine. You know which one is amazing th- from confessions? The one that is in the tour book and in the video, the red dress. The it was like oh my god, yes, yeah, Tina Turner. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I was That's I was gorgeous. really annoyed that that didn't get more yeah. done for it. Like did, I want did you I wanted like a poster or <laughs> some some a, it was it in the program? Yeah, it was in the program. In, it is in the program. All right, I'm going to get my confessions program in after this. I feel like there was a whole series that would is, was inspired by um There Tommy was and the whole in, Yeah, and the, they they didn't get used enough but they were gorgeous. Because then there were the the photos that were in the Rolling Stone where Madonna mm. is actually wearing the looks that Anne Margaret wore in Tommy. So she did Anne Margaret yes. and Tina Turner, but not Roger yeah, Dalton, yeah. So which good. makes no sense. <laughs> I loved her hair in those, in that, mm-hmm. that red, the Rolling Stone, where it was sort of like, sort of over mm-hmm. her to the side. Mm-hmm. And it's just, she looked so good. Uh, we love talking about looks on this podcast. Guys. Oh my God, we do. Yeah, I know. It's a shame this isn't a visual. The podcast is just audio. Everyone just has to like make it up in their mind. We're helping people. We're facil- facilitating your imagination. Well, not only listeners. that, but I think like every time we we start talking about these looks, everyone's like, oh, I remember that. And then it pops in their head, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, mm-hmm. there's so yeah, many. And if they don't, then that's what Google's for. We're here to help. <laughs> <laughs> and I love those those purple lips. I wish we saw them during Madame X. Remember those big glittery purple lips she posted on Instagram? Yeah, I thought that was going somewhere and it, it just... Oh, yeah, yeah what happened no. to those? Where did those lips... I don't know. Where did those lips go? Um, I love when she looks nuts. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows my opinion on the eye patch, but I would have rather had purple lips than an eye patch for... Mm, yeah. 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 I mean, she, looked, she looked really great with the eye patch, 
but I would have just like one and done, you know, like Medellin yeah. and over, you know, like, and moving on. No, I would, I kind of, I'm no, sorry. No, I, I kind of liked how, um, it was kind of like Betty Davis. The anniversary. I just watched that the in, other day. <laughs> yeah. And it felt kind of like that and the gloves and the dresses she was wearing and all the interviews. She looked like such a, like a lady, but a badass mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't fuck with her. Did you get, did you get mm-hmm. to see Madame X when she came? No, the last Madonna tour that I went to was reinvention. <gasps> Why? He's been busy. Well, dur- <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Well, <laughs> well, during those during those years, I was just kind of you know struggling, broke designer, trying to make stuff happen. Yeah, she ain't. But she, the she only one she, I, her tickets aren't cheap. Yeah, worth every penny. The only one that I really regret not going to is, of course, Confessions. Mm, yeah. mm, mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, you have a wonderful DVD oh, amazing. tour film yeah. to watch of that. So yes, and she did touch my hand at Tower Records. So. Oh, you went to the American oh. Life Tower Records uh, shindig <laughs> when she played music. Oh, I that was sl- amazing. Slept outside for two days. Thomas, <gasps> completely. You know that I, I, I went and I waited in line for about four hours. Yeah, you and did? then I, I talked myself out of it, and that's one of my that's that's <laughs> probably one of my biggest Madonna regrets. You know, because I talked myself out of it. I was like, I, it's like, look at you. You're outside on Bleecker Street, like. You must be so <laughs> proud of yourself, you know? <laughs> Tony, like it was crazy. Like Madonna says, absolutely no exactly. regrets. You, you weren't meant exactly. you weren't meant to go. Maybe if you had gone, Tom wouldn't have been able to get in. You've made uh, up for absolutely. it. Absolutely. So Tom, tell us about some of your other uh dressing diva moments. Like what are some of your favorite looks that you've put on some of the other girls? And have you been in any of their oh, videos? Yeah. <laughs> um no i'm usually it's usually a lot of um communication between me and the mm-hmm. stylists um but working with um Ariane and working with b for um the britney video was really crazy and major that was the first thing b actually reached out to me for and um i mean i adore britney and getting to be a part of that. And again, in another Jonas Ackerland yeah. video was just that was an ep- That was an epic look, by the way. Like that was a how do, Yeah. Like, so, like, well, so for that, like talk us through that just process a little bit. Is that where like mm-hmm. you've created that look already and B says, I want that look. Or is it like she reached out to you personally and said, can you create something for Britney? Yes. She, um, she had seen, I guess, some of the work that was on Lady Gaga and she just emailed me. And originally... She wanted me to make a gown that was completely graffitied mm-hmm. and they were going to be like spray paint, like they were spray painting her in the video. But then they decided they wanted to actually paint her for the video. So B was like, what do you think? And I thought, why not present her as like this angelic figure that gets completely put through the ringer? And my original skirt design was kind of like Stephanie Seymour in November Rain, where it was short in the front mm-hmm. and, and then long such, in the back. Such a good video, by yeah. the way. Yeah, so then they added more to it so the dancers could be underneath her and go through all that. And I still love that video. I think it's super underrated. Mm-hmm. I love that album. Um, but yeah, her... Uh, Bees used my stuff for a couple of crazy things for Fergie. Fergie jumped on the phone one time just to say thank you. Oh. Which is really sweet. 
Um, she put a little tank top of mine on Rihanna for the cover of Rolling Stone. She's always been really mm-hmm. supportive and she's incredible. I'm very lucky to have been asked to do those things. Um, and Lady Gaga too, because I mean, to be honest, she had that energy when she first came out to me. I was like, I have not seen this since Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not 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 even about the music or the looks or whatever it is. It was like the energy she had and the energy the kids had for her that I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. And um, yeah, I got to do the Born This Way jacket, which was really cool. And I wanted to make something for her that her fans could see and then in their own bedroom kind of do their own version sure. of it. So, you know, they didn't have to spend a million dollars or they could just express themselves and that was great um did you for, Scott, for the lady gaga jacket did you was that like a hand graffiti type of thing like did you take a can of spray paint and just spray the back of the jacket or how, how did well, you do that i wanted to make that part a little difficult so people might have a little bit of a hard time with that part but um nicola formachetti who was her stylist at the time he had sent me some reference photos of like old Biker stuff, Halb Stark, um, um, Kenneth Anger, Scorpio mm. Rising, that kind of vibe, like uh, the Warriors. And um, they wanted a unicorn and they wanted to say born this way, but I thought I would stud all the words. And then I hand painted the jacket to look like stone mm-hmm. and rust, rusted all the stuff in the background with a, in the back with a rusting solution. Um, but kids kind of did their own versions of it, paint. And I actually made her three or four different versions of that because I guess she was just all over traveling. Mm -hmm. For a couple of seconds in the Born This Way video, she twirls with it. I made stuff for the Judas video, for her apostles, their jackets, and her Lollapalooza 2010 look where she's covered in pearls and her boots have these huge spikes coming out of the yeah, ankles. And she, she was stage diving in them. And I was so sure that like someone was going to an eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, luckily, no. Um, and I, I mean, I made a ton of stuff for her that ended up on the cutting room floor people have never seen but if you follow my instagram you can see all that stuff amazing um i love your instagram it's always like to me i always find inspiration just by watching your stuff as like a i i mean as an artist i i always love getting inspired by other people and your medium that you work in is so drastically different than how i work and so it's fun to see because your medium is so tactile like it's very hands-on and i love the opportunity to work in that way. So like I was telling uh, in last week's episode of the podcast, Tony and I were talking about like, I'm not that into Halloween, but like give me a Madonna concert and I will like go to town on like DIY outfits and whatnot. And for the Madame X tour, my friend Sean and I, we were like, well, what are we going to do this tour? Like we have to dress up somehow and what are we going to do? And, um, you know, we didn't have a bitch on Madonna video t-shirt to wear. And so (laughs) what are we going to do? And we were like, let's be ambitious and go after her God control look, which was the first outfit that she comes out. And it's like Madonna Mm -hmm. as like the first president type of, you know, like all colonial and whatnot. And it was, it was like, 
hand stitching and like fabric painting and gluing. You did a beautiful job. I saw it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was, I mean, I did not, it was like two weeks of labor Mm -hmm. and uh, I was nervous. I was like, just don't fall apart until after the show is over. <laughs> after that, exactly, it can like crumble and fall, and it's, it doesn't matter. But uh, no, you, yeah, I, I no, admire, I admire your process. Like, you're, the, how how long does it take you to do some of that stuff? Like, is that like a couple hours? Is that a couple days? Yeah, it really varies depending on the piece, and that was the craziest part about that was that she ended up wearing something that took me like fifteen minutes oh to make. <laughs> I think the thing that I think the thing that took me the longest to make was the corset. I'll send you guys images of all oh, that yeah. stuff because the corset also had it had those faces on them, but the hair and makeup was done in like day glow neon. So when they did that sock puppet scene, oh but, right, yeah. Um, but I'll send you guys all that craziness. But sometimes, yeah, I'll go back and forth to pieces because it's like a layering process, waiting for things to dry as the bane of my existence. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Um, <laughs> exactly. Hair dryers. Um, but, you're just exhausting hair dryers mm-hmm. trying to get stuff to dry. Yeah. But um, but that feels good too when you're done and it's just like mm-hmm. this museum. Yeah, thing. like my Like a Prayer tie-dye t-shirt, it took me 30 minutes. <laughs> Look at how cute. I love that. Wait, is that is that a Japanese? Yeah, it's the like, Japanese seven inch single of like a prayer. Yes, but that, tell, tell, like Tony, tell everyone how it was not meant to be a tie-dye. Well, you know what I I was trying to like make, you know, this is a little was a little crunchy, you know, because it's a like an iron-on from <laughs> a Japanese vendor. And so I tried different things to make it more vintage-like. And the next thing you know, I put too much bleach, not enough water. I love and it. And this is what happened. But hey. I thought it turned out really good. Yeah, I, I was like, well, people pay money for that. Yeah, that you know, they're not paying money for this one, though, because I'm keeping it. <laughs> um, I, I love that you went with the Japanese one. It's that nice little detail. You know, I was, thank you. I was always, and I wish that, you know, she had new releases that were being released as Japanese imports because I have all the Japanese imports. I love the obi on the side. Wow. I love the, you know, the lettering. I love the design. The Japanese import yeah. symbols were just such such a a gift, you know, from Warner Brothers. It almost looks like the some of the tie-dye, Tony, almost looks like Taylor Swift's new album cover. <laughs> you know, like, you know those trees that she's got you on know, the cover of that? I, it kind of looks like it's like a Madonna forest. Call me the folklore queen, you know? Ooh. Yes, Madonna does folklore. That's exactly what it is. Well, guess what? I think it's time <laughs> for my favorite part of the podcast, the lightning round. Yay. Yay. Okay, no so pressure, Thomas, no as, pressure. as you know, we, um, you might know from listening to the podcast, we like to ask everyone a little cup couple of Madonna questions just off the cuff, off the top of your head, wherever you're at in your Madonna journey today. So without thinking too hard, favorite Madonna look? Bedtime story at the yes. Bird Awards. <laughs> oh, yes. Good one. Uh, favorite Madonna song? Oh, dear. Nothing really matters. Oh, good one. Oh, good one. Okay. Favorite Madonna music video? American Life, the mm-hmm. original. Okay. The, the not, uh, not, no, not just no, the talking head. No. <laughs> you know, I watched that. No, no. I watched flags. that a couple of weeks ago, and the fashion that the models are wearing in the show are actually really good, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think some of Madonna's best dancing ever is in that that hallway with those other those other. Girls. Oh, I love that hallway yeah, scene. Amazing. 
Yeah. Give me a Madonna jet black straight mm-hmm. hair and a beret. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Just watering, watering down the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite Madonna tour. And it doesn't have to be one you saw live. Drown World. Mm. Oh, good, okay. good call. Yeah. Because, because, because I saw it live and that you'll see performance mm. needs to be released. Yeah, absolutely. I actually want to ask you a question about your favorite Madonna look. Um, I've always wondered, and I think you might know the answer, that dress that she wears at the Brit Awards, is that one of the dresses that was featured in the Versace ad campaign? I don't think that she wears... I could be wrong, but I don't think that she wears that in either one of the ones she did. The purple metallic dress on the stairs, which is also one of her most amazing looks. Everyone loves the stairs. I love that one. Yeah. That's incredible. And it's the cut of that dress is kind of similar, but I know she did wear it when she did the, um, the Met thing. Oh, the, the, it was like the post Met Gala that's party right. that she that's was at. Right. Because she like pulled that out of the archives and tr- trotted it out and it still fit. Love it. So yeah, if so anyone good. has any more information on that dress, uh, you know, Tony you know where like to find to us. <laughs> Tony would like to wear it uh, no, for it, the holidays. I mean, no wonder so. she, she's worn it, you know, at least two times that we know. I mean, cause it looks great. And yeah, I don't think that that dress from the Brit Awards was in, I think it was one of the collection from that season, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's in, it's not the one of her like, sitting with the poodle playing chess and and she's not like it's there's another right. picture of her like in front of some big palm leaves with a yeah. spotlight on her face yeah. looking all very serious it's not that one either Look, every madonna fan has that one thing that they want to know about so that's mine okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> thomas it's been so fun having you on the show i love everything you've told us um and i want to hear more but um Tell everyone where they can find you online. Uh, your Instagram is amazing and there's so much information there. Just let everyone know. Thank you guys. I had so much fun. I want to come back whenever you do like a remix um, episode. I of so course. Much. Oh, okay. We can, we can make You can happen. be our fashion <laughs> correspondent. Yes. Yes, we have a, we have a, a hair correspondent. Now we have a, a fashion, fashion correspondent. correspondent. <laughs> Amazing. Well, if anybody wants to check anything out, the best place would be um, at Tom Tom Fashions on Instagram, and um, I have a lot of stuff cooking up. So just check it out. Amazing. There. Oh yeah, I know. What's what's place. what's what's coming down the pipeline? Yeah, anything you, you can tell anything, us about? Anything that you can? Any other I, divas that you're working with? Do, I'm actually waiting. Oh, I wish. Hopefully, um, one day. But no, I'm uh, working on something for a very popular drag queen at the moment. Mm. Hmm. Who could that be? Stay tuned. Um, well, put, put, uh, yeah, put but, Dua Lipa out into the universe. I don't know if you saw, um, oh. speaking of Studio 54, did you see that Dua Lipa is doing some sort of like Studio uh, 2054 concert or something? No, that's yeah. amazing. But since you, brought, since you brought her up, there is a mashup on YouTube of Let's Get Physical with Physical Attraction. That is insane. I don't know about that. Let's go I look will, for it. I'm going to Google that after <laughs> I, this. I'll, I'll send you guys okay. the link because there's a couple of versions, but yeah. Yeah, so like Stefan so was good. saying, uh, at, at the end of the month, you guys, I think, have to Google 
for more information because this is not a Dua Lipa podcast. But she's Correct. she's doing uh, <laughs> Studio 2054. She's going to record it and then it's going to live stream a couple of days later. And she did tease superstar guests. I mean, listen, we don't know what that means. So put put it out there. Put it out there, Tony. You know? Put it out there. If we can have a little Madonna performance. I mean. For, Let's be fair. I think she owes her because, you know, <laughs> there was that levitating video back in August. Hey, the pink hair would look great in a, yeah, like yeah. we said, backyard session. Yeah. Madonna, you know, like it'll be like Madonna with um, Miley Cyrus at, uh, on Plot. Yeah, so you know, if everyone sort of can just, you know, up. Put that into their, uh, you know, yeah. fingers crossed, fingers manifestations. Crossed. You know, let's uh, let's do it. So, everyone, that's our. I'm I'm, rub I'm rubbing my Madonna T-shirt right now. Hopefully, that will help. <laughs> okay. Stop rubbing, please. It's lucky. It's lucky. <laughs> everyone, that's our show for the week. Feel free to drop us a line. We love hearing from all of you. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLVC Podcast on the web at MLVCPodcast.com. And we're streaming wherever you listen to podcasts. So please share us with your friends and fellow Madonna fans. Like and subscribe. Everywhere. Rate and review. We're everywhere. And don't forget to follow at TomTomFashions on Instagram for all the latest in wearable art. And you never know who's going to dress next, folks. Exactly. Thank you guys so Thanks, much. Tom. I love your pie. All right, everyone. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you next time. So tired of broken hearts Of losing at this game Before I start this dance I take a chance in telling you I want more than just romance You are my destiny I can't let go, baby Ever leaving.